Welcome back to Let's Talk About It with Sons and Daughters. I'm your host, Alec Bevere. We are reading through the I Am Transformed devotional together, and today is day 35 of our 40-day I Am Transformed series. If this is your first time, though, listening to an episode in this series, you're still going to enjoy today's reading, and you won't feel lost. If you want, you can actually read alongside with me by picking up the I Am Transformed devotional wherever books are sold. So let's go right ahead and jump into today's reading. The word surrender means to submit voluntarily to a stronger force. If an army surrenders, it is because they lost the battle or war. If a soldier surrenders, they are taken into custody by the enemy. If a fugitive surrenders, they quit running and resign themselves to their fate. Examples like these are why surrender tends to have a bad rap. It's associated with losing or giving up. Here's the thing, though. Surrender is not always a bad thing. It depends on what you are surrendering to and why you are surrendering. Every night when you lie down to bed, snuggled up in your blankets, you surrender to sleep. When a child relaxes in the arms of their parents, they surrender to the safety of the people who care for them. When two people fall head over heels for each other, they surrender to love and to one another. If you bungee jump, skydive, or do some other activity that overrides the body's natural instinct to avoid falling from high places, you surrender to gravity, claiming the adrenaline rush is worth the terror. Maybe, maybe not. The point is, we can choose which stronger force to submit to, and if it's the right force, we benefit from it. We can give into our passions and our temptations, or we can submit our wills to God's holiness. We can give in to fear and shame, or we can surrender our emotions to God's peace. We can follow bad advice, or we can surrender our choices to God's wisdom. The choice is ours, but the results are very different depending on what we choose. Paul, writing to the Romans, used the metaphor of slavery to highlight this choice. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Romans chapter 6, verses 15 through 18. Paul wasn't advocating slavery, of course, but he was using a culturally understood metaphor to remind us that we surrender to something, whether we realize it or not. We like to think that we have total autonomy, but it's just not true. We are always influenced and led by forces around us. If we don't submit to the higher power of God, we'll end up being controlled by our own passions, fears, and weaknesses. That's a terrible way to live because those forces are not on our side. They aren't watching out for us. They don't care about us. They don't protect us. Ultimately, they steal, kill, and destroy. There is no one stronger or more loving than God, which means his arms are the safest place to be. His paths are the surest way to walk. 
His will is the best choice for our lives. Surrendering doesn't undermine our autonomy, but rather empowers it. Because God sets us free to be the best versions of ourselves. Plus, when we surrender to God, we discover a courage birthed from being on the winning side. We don't have to do everything on our own. We can lean on God, learn from Him, and trust Him to care for us. Surrendering to God is a good thing. Like surrendering to sleep, we find rest in our Heavenly Father. Like surrendering to a parent, we find safety in his arms. Like surrendering to love, we find unconditional commitment. Like bungee jumping or skydiving, well, we do find adventure in God. And in this case, the rush is definitely worth it. For further thought, read Isaiah chapter 45, verses 5 through 7, and Romans 14, verses 7 through 8. We hope today's reading really spoke to you. Take some time over the next 24 hours to really dwell on what we read today. If you want to read alongside with me, you can get your own copy of the I Am Transformed book to follow along, make highlights, and also gain access to a few more bonus items within the book. The book is also available in audio form. So if you want to get an audiobook, you can get that wherever you like to listen to audiobooks. If you're new to the show, welcome and make sure to subscribe. Again, thank you so much for joining today. And we'll see you guys again tomorrow for the next day of our devotional as we continue this 40-day I Am Transformed series. Thank you.